Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, a conversation about how the government can and maybe should more tightly regulate Internet commerce. We talked to Mark Schultz, who is the Goodyear Endowed Chair in Intellectual Property Law at the University of Akron School of Law, who recently wrote an article about consumer protection legislation pending right now before the European Union. You know, most people uh, don't fully understand that the uh, that the laws that apply to uh, offline businesses, regular businesses in the real world, uh, don't really apply the same to online businesses. In the in the 90s, Congress exempted online businesses from some of the basic duties that offline businesses have, and at least with respect to allowing other people to sell on their platforms, uh, letting other people post material, copyrighted material and other things on their platforms, an eBay or an Amazon or a Facebook or YouTube is not responsible for things that people put on their website, the things that people sell on their website. And, you know, an offline business has responsibilities to make sure the things in their stores aren't hurting people. If you run a, an antique mart, <laughs> something like eBay, you would have a problem if people were selling illegal products or, or harmful products. But eBay and others have a lot of exemptions from liability, particularly Facebook and YouTube. And the reason Congress did this was because if we, some of us can remember back in the 90s, the, the internet was small but promising. We knew it was going to be a big deal. We knew it was exciting. And so Congress wanted to see it grow, and it didn't want to burden those small businesses too much. So it exempted them from the same responsibilities that the rest of us have offline. Now those businesses are some of the biggest and most powerful businesses in the world. They're the wealthiest businesses in the world. And yet they still have the safe harbors from liability that were designed in the 90s. Now, governments all over the world did this. Governments all over the world gave safe harbors from liability to online businesses. And governments have been rethinking those exemptions and safe harbors. Governments have been increasingly concerned with misinformation, with online platforms that allow harmful products to be sold, allow harmful activities like human trafficking to occur on their sites, uh, selling of endangered species and the like. And so governments have started to rethink these exemptions for the Internet giants. And the European Union has come up with a simple but effective proposal called Know Your Business Customer. You see, online, it's quite easy for a scammer or an illegitimate business of some sort to set up a website to get its material hosted somewhere, to get a, a domain name, an internet address, without revealing its real identity. Too many online service providers are not very picky about who their customers are. And it creates a problem where when something bad happens to a consumer, they have trouble 
tracing the culprit if they get ripped off, if they get sold a harmful product. When they or, or, or the police dig into the problem, they often find that the trail goes cold because there's not real information that allows them to trace the source of the bad activity. So the European Union wants to create a new duty of online service providers to verify who they're doing business with, to check their address and make sure it's real. And this is something that happens in the offline world naturally, right? A commercial landlord doesn't want to rent space to somebody and not know who they are if they skip out on the rent or damage the building. Uh, We require banks to know who their customers are. So then do you think that similar legislation that requires online sellers to verify the identity of their customers could work here in the United States as well? Yeah, it's it's a completely sensible thing that we can do now, and and we can still protect consumers' privacy, but but we need to create an an online environment that's that's as safe as the offline environment. And, And yes, we now have the technology and capability to do that. And often uh, tech companies, when it's not in their interest (laughs) to verify identities, they say it's too hard, it's too costly. And yet when it's in their business interest, when the government pays them to do it, or when it's in their financial interest to do so, they they seem to have a very easy time uh, verifying identities and and tracing activity online. Uh, so, So, yes, it's time to hold tech companies online to the same standard as we would hold uh, any small local business to. Right. So, for example, when I do a transaction online, if I'm like on Amazon or something, I have to put in my identity and I have to have a credit card attached to it. So they pretty much know where I'm located. So what you're saying then is they should have the same kind of rigorous care to ensuring who's posting products for sale on their platforms as they take when they try to get payment back from me, right? Absolutely. They should have that duty. Now, the truth is the big platforms like Amazon and Etsy and eBay often do make sure they verify the third-party payers and the third-party vendors, and they make sure that if something goes wrong, you get reimbursed. The problem is that we consumers instinctually know that, and we tend to stay away from from the small independent sites because we don't have the same confidence because we get burned or our friends or family have been burned at some point by going to a small independent website. And so we don't trust them. And so what would really make sense to create a safer internet that's better for the consumer and better for legitimate small businesses, which 99% of them are, would be to create a safer atmosphere where a company, say, that hosts a website is able to verify who owns that website. So that if you want to buy jewelry, you can go to Etsy, and Etsy will take a big cut of the revenue of that small retailer on Etsy. Or perhaps someday you could go to your local jewelry shop's online website and feel confident, or a local jewelry shop across the country, and feel confident that that vendor is just as safe as Etsy or eBay 
or Amazon. And so, yeah, I think we need to create a more ordinary environment online that's not so wild west anymore. It doesn't serve the consumer. It doesn't serve small business as well. Then the suggestion in Europe is to do what? To hold them more accountable in what way? What kind of a law would it be then? And then could we get one like that here in the U.S.? Well, I think we could. I think the U.S. could have a law like Europe is proposing. What Europe is proposing is that if a website hosting service hosts a website, if a company that sells Internet domain names, Internet addresses, sells one to somebody, that they verify who that person is and keep the information updated and that other online marketplaces ensure that they have valid information for their vendors. And if they don't do that, they'll be subject to fines and penalties. And because Europe wants to protect its consumers and increase confidence online, and the U.S. could easily do the same thing here, and we should. It's a sensible proposition. There's much more radical things being proposed that I don't think will happen with changing the rights and liabilities of online service providers. But this is a modest reform that could really help everybody out. And just to recap, how does it directly help consumers? Why would people want to be in favor of this? For the consumer, they'll be able to trust uh, commerce online. They'll know who they're dealing with when they buy something online. If there's a problem, they'll be able to track them down. And hopefully you'll never have to track anybody down, but it's that knowing in the back of your head that there are fewer scammers online, knowing that the online environment is a less dangerous place will will make you you more comfortable and more likely to buy things, less likely to be hurt. And maybe you can deal more with small businesses directly online who don't have to give a big cut of their profits to an Etsy or an eBay or an Amazon, and thus they will be able to charge lower prices to the consumer. So lower prices, safer commerce, small businesses thrive. Everybody wins, I think. That was intellectual property law professor Mark Schultz from the University of Akron. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net. <laughs>